If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Uh, we're excited to be with you, Shira. How are you doing on this wonderful Sunday afternoon? I'm doing good. That's you know, um, on Sunday, I have my Sunday's chores. <laughs> you know, I do some of my cleaning and uh-huh. I, I cook. And um, today has been a good day because those things are done. Yes. We had some family time, which was nice. We, we tackled some yard work. We just got back from a vacation. I think everything is going well. Yes. Um, well, let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about that vacation, man. I mean. What was it? How was it? Why was it? You know, let's talk about Mm. that. (laughs) Yes. So we just celebrated 15 years of marriage. And we took a trip uh, with our kids, too. We (laughs) We went to Hawaii. Yes. The big Uh, island. The big island of uh, Kaluakona. I think it. uh... (laughs) That's the city. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The Big Island, but that's the city yeah. um, located on the west side of the Big Island. West Shire, right? side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do, but no, it was great, man. It was, uh, you know, like I like, like I said uh, on IG, time stood still. You know, people out there just weren't in a rush, man. They just were just chilling. Mm-hmm. Older people, visitors, uh, the locals, everybody was just chilling, man. There was no body speeding on the highway no one was in a rush yeah and it was like that's what how life is supposed to feel man yes like, that's why the way i wanted to feel in retirement you know i like, wanted to feel like that every day every but... day <laughs> but i'm not quite there yet but you're absolutely right about that it was yeah. very chill and yeah. i i enjoyed that that escape from the the hustle yeah. and you know all, all of that and shire what was crazy was it's like i told you like the first day there shire had a lot uh had some nice things planned the first day when we when, you know 
It was a travel day for the first half, but we still got to Hawaii. And you fact, you figure we're going back three hours in time, leaving California. So we still had like a nice chunk of the day. So Shire had some things planned and I was still just in just this tense, you know, uh, we got to get on the plane. We, we got, I got to make sure everything is this. I, I got to get, uh, this has to be scheduled. And the, and we're there and I'm like still tense. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that first night I wasn't able to like get into the groove of it until the next morning I woke up, man, you hear the water just crashing. We had a nice uh, Airbnb right on the, I mean, like we literally couldn't, couldn't have been any closer to the water. Right. 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 And you know, it was just like the next morning I was just like, I was, I was all in, I was all in. You know, mm-hmm. brother, you know, what I mean, I, I, you might as well call me a local at that point. But it was great. Shire. What, what were some of the highlights for you about the trip? Yeah. So we visited um, a national park, which was really nice. Yeah. And I would attempt to pronounce it, but I know that I would just butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a sacred place. Yeah. And like if there was a time of war or if you were in conflict with someone, if you were able to make it to this safe place, then that is where you could find refuge. And it was um, interesting that even one of the King's wives had fled to that place because she was in a conflict with her husband and she needed, she needed safety. Okay. Um, And so that was just really beautiful. And then also we did a vow renewal. Yeah. Which I had been talking about for the last five years. Lord, she's been been talking about this since we were, we hadn't even hit double digits of of years yet. She wanted to renew. So yeah, that was great. So you, you know, it was kind of a, uh, I mean, we had planned the trip and it was like, you know, we could do this too, you know? And so we we were it was really really nice man yeah you know nice location nice stand up you know uh, ceremony uh, really authentic ceremony you know what mm-hmm. I mean the official officiant uh, officiant the the young lady who did it did a great job uh, she was she felt like she was looking at my soul though she Shire, was like. <laughs> I mean before the ceremony started it was like she needed time to herself to yeah, like she was getting you know getting I don't know what she and, was doing know, just getting I was like this thing is for real y'all because we <laughs> me Shire and the kids we just kind of clowning we're and ready to fun, go and we you know we got our white on looking good and we just we just having a good old time and she's over she's getting focused and I was like all right we gotta we gotta take this serious you know yeah so but it was beautiful it was beautiful it really it was, was. yeah yeah so i was really excited glad the kids were able to experience that i mean hey i'm 35 years old and this is the first time i'm doing it and they're Marcus, doing it at seven you're 35 oh, my you're not 35 i'm about to be 37 in a couple of days <laughs> man i'm tripping but anyway just really glad the kids were able to experience this hopefully this is because and, and we're gonna move on to the topic y'all but one thing i'm realizing as i get older is like these are the things that you, that will you remember when you're on your when you I don't want to say when you're about to die, but in your later years, you're gonna remember the moments, the experiences, the experiences, yeah. not the stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like I find myself just reminiscing on stuff even now. Like man, I remember when, when the kids we when we went here, and and I know that these things are gonna flash back when you're. That's all you're gonna have is your memories at one, at a certain point in time, man, in life, and so. You want to create as many of those as you can. So it was great, Shy. Any any last thoughts about the trip? Oh, I got one thing to ask you. Oh, go ahead. So th- we went to dinner and the guy 
you know, it's like we all dressed up, suited and booted and stuff. So it's like obvious we did something. So he's like, oh, you guys look nice. Where'd you come from? Oh, we just did a vow renewal and 15 years marriage. And he's like, got any advice? You know, I'm two years in. So now I need to ask you, Shire, what's one piece of advice you can give someone listening who who trying to get to 15? I mean, 15 ain't, you know, there's people doing more than that. But, hey, in this day and age, 15 is, is something dope. So come on, Shire. Wow, I mean, that's. That's a big question. Yeah. And it's always difficult to answer that yeah. because every marriage is so different. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I think, Shire, is like as long as you're committed and your partner's committed, y'all can get through pretty much anything. Uh, if you're just trying to hang on the lovey dovey side of marriage and the feeling of it, if that's the only thing carrying you, Boy, you ain't gonna last very long. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's the truth. And I will say that well that you are very committed. Yeah. You are very committed. Yeah. And I think that some of that comes from just how you were brought up. Yeah. And that marriage was so normalized. Yeah, yeah. Like and I, I mean, I'm committed as well, Yeah. but I feel like there are times when, I don't know, maybe I've gone off the deep end or I like think I ain't about I've, to let, like, I'm not about to just let you leave easily kind of thing. No. And, you know, you, you could poke holes in this theory, but my theory is like, hey, even if we ain't really the best of friends, I'm, a, I'm still going to be climbing in the bed and. I ain't going nowhere. So you're going to have to really, you're literally going to have to serve me with papers and have the sheriff come pull me up out. Like, yes. like I'm one of those type of guys. Like, and it's not some, uh, you stand with me. I just, Hey, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it to the end. You know, I'm going down with the shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I mean, I think that there are times like when, I mean, I've seen marriage, you know, my parents are not married. Um, but I think that there are definitely times when I would go into self-sabotage mode mm-hmm. or, I don't know, maybe my own insecurities. But right. I think with you, you have really been the the grounded of the two of us. And over the years, like, I'm getting there and I've I've gotten there. You get to a yeah, place where sure. you, you feel like groove. you hit a groove and you kind of feel like secure in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And like I've said I'm sure on this podcast, like some, there would be times where we would like have an argument or a disagreement, and oh. I'm just like, no, the the sick is, is the it. the ship is sinking, yeah, <laughs> and then this is over, yeah. you know. But Marcus is like, no, we just had a disagreement, like everything's right. fine, we'll be you good. Know? <laughs> like everything's okay. <laughs> In the moment, don't feel like that, you know. I know, uh, and that's the thing that I said. Like every moment doesn't feel like. Stars and rainbows, you know. So oh yeah, you and got to push through. And I just feel like we have to really be careful of false nar- narratives when mm-hmm. it comes to marriage, like finding the perfect person, and yeah. you know, this person's gonna just light up your day and and uh, make you happy, right. and you know, and that that those things are are not necessarily true. No, and we create these unrealistic expectations sometimes in our relationships. And then when those expectations are not met, then sometimes relationships 
have a lot of hardship. Yes. And even fail. Yes. And sometimes those expectations go are even unsaid. Yes. So the partner, your partner doesn't even know that that's what you're expecting from them. So that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, great point on that one. Okay. So like back to your question. Yes. The young man did ask us for advice and it's just like, you don't have the time to hear yeah, we got too much. Yeah, we, we don't have too all much. the time to book hear this. Um, yes, book a session. Um, and you know, and it's always good to have role models. We have a lot of role models, yeah, even true. unspoken, like people who have been role models mm-hmm. to us, and maybe they don't they don't know they've been a role model, mm-hmm. you know, but but they are. We we have good people around us who are married and and even unmarried who yeah. have been great examples to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's to 15 more. Uh, I'm going to be old by then. Be old, man. No, you, you won't. <laughs> we can still be young, young and kicking. Yeah, man. It's And it was crazy, Shire, is to see like the pictures from like 15 years ago to now. Like you don't see it, but man, I'm like, you know, we, we grown now. So we like, yes, man, I, we... I think we can see it. Yeah, you, can see it yeah. <laughs> you couldn't see it as you know, as At it each went. Day. Right. But man, that's like, man, I look like, yeah, I look 15 years older for sure. That is just time, <laughs> you know? Yep. Well, we hope you enjoyed that little piece of the sidebar of the conversation. Since this is black, married and debt free, we talk about finance real estate retiring but we marriage. married first we married, yeah, we married first, first. well I, maybe we black first right <laughs> i mean i was black before I was there. right right but Shire, we got to get into this man okay we uh man this market let, let's just talk about 2022 we thought 2020 and 2021 was bad because of the pandemic well 2022 says hold my beer uh <laughs> hold my <laughs> Because this market is just crazy, man. Like, I I started the year with a certain amount of my 401k, Shire. And for those of you who don't know, I used my 401k as, like, one of my large investment vehicles uh, to invest in the stock market. I invest in the S&P 500 um, index through Vanguard, Vanguard's index, 100% in the, in my 401. That's just, just S&P 500. Oh, let's pause. He's not telling you to do I'm that. I'm telling y'all to do that. That's just what I do. I'm not saying I do that. Right. But, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Man, Shire, that thing was at a nice little number to start the year. I had some good years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was excited about this year. Man, that thing has gone nowhere but down oh, to start Lord. the year. Uh, I'm at neg- I was at negative 19%. That's not overall, though, right? No, just from January to current. Okay, so that's key to know yes. that it's not overall. Not He's overall. talking about a specific period of time. Yep, just just for 2022, uh, quite literally. And I knew it was trending towards negative 20%, which it finally did hit, which triggers what we call a bear market, right? Yes. And so that brings us to today's topic. Uh, there's this article that we came across on NPR dot org uh that says stocks entered a bear market here's what that means so we're gonna give you we're gonna give you just a little a little outlook on what's going on uh, yeah Sean? and i also wanted to share a, f- a few definitions and you just gave us one that was just perfect um but i'll give y'all a few more so a bear market is a term used by wall street when an index like the s m p 500 
um, or even an individual stock has fallen 20% or more from a recent high Mm. for a sustained period of time. Um, Another definition goes on to say they call a, a bear an investor. So it says a bear is an investor uh. who expects prices to decline and on this assumption sells a borrowed security or commodity in the hope of buying it back later oh, okay. at a lower price, a speculative transaction called selling short. Uh. But basically the bear market is a declining market. Wow. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we all we could do is talk about is is what's going on. Now, there are some individuals, uh, you know, that you may come across your timeline that are are staying there. They're still lit, you know. They're still uh, if they figured out ways to make money, to, to make money, in even spite in down, of yep. Well, where at? I'm sorry, right. sorry Marcus. Go ahead. <laughs> well, there are some traders that say you can you can trade uh and pretty much bet on the sh- and and I'm not a, I'm not really into trading y'all I'm Mm-mm. not going to lie but you can make money with stocks declining by betting on their decline if you will right just like you can bet on their uh uh ascension so and there are individuals sure uh TJ Maxx is up 7% so which is TJ crazy TJ Maxx right, right. wait what's <laughs> I saw that TJ Maxx <laughs> is up 7% with all this crazy. So uh, we know that, yes, there's ways to make money, right? But overall, this shows that we're in a bear market. And I would go as far to say that people who are saying that they're still, quote unquote, making all this money, like, are they selling a product? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> they must be selling, selling you something, yeah. right? In order yeah. to to um to make that prediction because i'm just ain't nobody got time for that let's yeah. just continue yeah yeah shire so i mean we could kind of go through this article uh yes before we do i will say that like even when there's a even when there's a bear uh bear market if you're consistent with your purchase see, a lot some people will sell off right and get out of it completely uh, some people, like a bear investor, like Shire just explained, will sell in hopes to buy back. To buy back, so that means you're kind of trying to time it. Uh, and then there's individuals that just consistently just do what they've been doing. You know, we kind of talked about that a few podcasts ago. That more so me and Shire's strategy. Like we're just we're not going to change our contributions because they're kind of fixed, and we're just going to buy low. You know, because what happens is when the market does go back up. Hopefully now you've acquired so many shares that you'll see a, a really exponential growth, I guess. Yes. And I'm just going to piggyback on that to say that a person who pulls out of the market, they, you don't know when that market's going to turn around. Mm-hmm. And what if you wait? What if you're a day sh- uh, short? Yeah. What's that? I'm thinking a day late, a dollar short. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, right? What, what if you're a day late? Like yeah. you can't you can't predict you can't, what this market is going to do. Yeah. And pulling your money out, I mean, there are many times tax implications yeah. that go into that. And so we are being consistent, yeah. steady. We're staying the course. We're not retiring in the next year or two, to my knowledge. Yeah. So we're not too concerned right. with with what's happening, but it is something that 
is worth um, exploring. Yeah. And sorry, I mean, the experts say that you really don't lose until you you cash it out. Like mm-hmm. right now we're down, but we haven't lost. It's almost like you're playing a game and you're losing, but there's still time on the clock. Yeah. See, when the clock goes to double zero and there's no more time is when you cash out. You're pretty much saying, I'm done, I'm out. When really, if you would have just stayed in the game, you probably would have been able to see a rebound at some point. But let's so let's let's kind of dig in on this, Shire. So uh, let's see here. Yeah. So this article comes from NPR and it is from May 20th. So just a few days ago. Yeah. Um, and it starts off as it was another brutal day on Wall Street. One of the broadest stock market indexes. The S&P 500 entered a bear market during Friday's training. Uh, excuse me, trading. Um, that means it had fallen a stunning 20% from a recent high in January. That wow. aligns with exactly what you were saying earlier, yeah. Marcus. Yeah. A bear market is considered an important barometer of investor pessimism and is symbolic of a deep and sustained market sell-off it is defined as a period in which either a stock or market index drops by 20 percent or more from a recent high point yeah so we know the market is uh based on people's their confidence level confidence level i don't know why i always forget that but yeah based on their confidence level and with it's kind of like a snowball effect when it when it's been low for so long, people start panicking, panic selling their shares, and you know confidence is just low. When confidence is high, it, it's kind of crazy. It's like when confidence is high, people begin to buy more because they they want to get in on this, so they're just driving it up higher and higher, and that's what we saw happening in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. More people entered the stock market investing world through apps like Robin hood and uh, you know, all these simple uh, robo investing, investing apps, you know, people just, just kind of dove in because it was an up market. Then you, then you start hearing, uh, I talked about this on uh, one of my quick casts. You start hearing NFT and people just start getting creative when, 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 it, when the market is hot, it's just like, what can't we do, right? But then when it's down, you hear less and less of that kind of, uh, you know, of the optimism. And, and it's 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 really based on people's emotion. It's, it's based on, it's not going good. I want to sell. I want to get out of it. And so that continues to drive it down. Also, different things that happen in the economy right. make people lose confidence in it with the feds doing what over there to the housing right. market the, the market war. this and da, da, da. you know so it's just it's a it's a it's a the market is is a very complex interesting world you know what i mean but let's see what else this thing says here so we see very narrow path uh this now this is a quote from uh matthew Luzetti, the chief U.S. economist uh, at the Duchess Bank, uh, he says, we see a very narrow path forward to to achieve a soft landing and can uh, continue to anticipate a mild recession 
uh, up until around the end of 2023. So we're trending towards a recession, y'all. I mean, we're going to go with we're going to use the R word. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and use it. We're trending towards a recession. Uh, aside from inflation, a range of uncertainty has clouded the outlook for Wall Street. The ongoing war in Ukraine, like I said, different things happening around the world affected, uh, has led to higher commodity prices worldwide and new COVID lockdowns in China have led to worries. And that affects the supply chain. You know, how many of y'all been waiting to get something in the mail and it hasn't, you know, hasn't come yet? (laughs) Or it's been a delay. Well, I didn't know China was in a lockdown. I didn't know that either. That's news to me. Shall we continue? Uh, okay, so among Friday's biggest stock market losers was Deer, uh, which is one of the largest tractor markets in the world. The company said it is paying more for materials and continues to face shortage uh, of parts. Deer shares fell 15%. Now, that's just one stock, and I'm not sure why they would point out tractor makers right i don't i mean i don't think a large percentage of our audience is investing in tractors but if you are i'm feeling for you right now yeah i know uh well sorry let's kind of zero in on uh i spoke about the s&p 500 so let's talk a little bit about what exactly that is the s&p 500 is an index that tracks the 500 stocks of mostly the largest u.s companies It is a barometer of the health of corporate America and is considered one of the leading indicators of the U.S. economy. So So let's talk about that a little bit. So we're looking at the S&P 500 and it's it's telling us how uh, how well the work, you know, workforces are doing Mm. because it's comprised of businesses. And so one of the things that I've heard is that when folks start uh talking about recession and when they start talking about um the stock market you know going down then this sometimes is followed by by layoffs Mm. at at certain companies because really uh corporations want to bring a profit yes and in order to do so they might start making cuts or they they will use a, a recession to justify layoffs and yeah. so that's one thing that you know to be mindful of now we know that layoffs have been happening in the financial sector um, because less folks are refinancing due to higher interest rates and um, less folks are um, you know are are getting loans like people who were easily getting loans. Now it is becoming harder. And I know that we shared our experience with a rental property that we completely walked away from because they restructured um, our, our mortgage. And we said, it's just not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Shire, you bring up some great points. Uh, I want to point out some. And uh, well, before you go there, can I throw one more thing in? Mm -hmm. Now we talk about people who are, who are selling, um, shares. Now, I don't think that the everyday person is selling their stocks Mm-mm. because of what's happening. And I want to point out that um, this was in an article, C- CNBC, that talks about the wealthiest 10% of American households now own 89% of all stocks, of all U.S. stocks. Wow. And that is a record high. So just 10% 
of household, the richest household owns 89% of all U.S. stocks. And look at me. And the rest of us <laughs> just own the 11%. Right, right. You know, and and so even with that said, you know, we we have some encouraging things to share at the end, but let's let's go to where, where you're going. Yeah, sure. I mean, you kind of touched on uh, the health of the economy really becomes more visible when you look at the the some of the major companies that are doing layoffs and employment and different things like that. So uh, our friends, uh, Rich and Regular, posted some clip um, screenshots from major publications like Wall Street Journal, uh, Business Insider, CBS News, just highlighting some of the some companies that are doing layoffs. So Robinhood, um, the platform where you can invest, invest, yeah. Uh, Robinhood is laying off 9% of its full-time employees. Uh, Another article, layoffs hit Wells Fargo home lending unit as mortgage rates climb and uh, originations plummet. Uh, So, man, let's see. Carvana fires 2,500 workers. I didn't even know Carvana had 2,500 workers. Let's just start there. Let's just pause there real quick. Yeah, but yeah. So, we all know Carvana. I start seeing the ads during the pandemic. Like, you can order a car from, like, a vending machine. Right. And And they'll come pull it up to your house. I didn't know they had 2,500, but it says that they have fired. That's a very strong word. Yeah. 2,500 workers. Man. Some via Zoom? Yeah, uh uh-uh, that's, that's not right. That's just, that's just that's trifling. Oh wow. Uh, so yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, they're using that as you know they want to increase your profit margin. Yes. So at, at first it was you know we have so many jobs mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and we can't even give these jobs away. Yeah. And now it's just like oh my stock's going down. Okay, some of y'all got to go. Yeah. You know yeah. so. Yeah. Anyway, that so that that is another thing that can happen um, with a bear market. Yeah. Now, Shia, you mentioned some some positive things. Yeah. I, I, I want to hear those because I'm I'm down. Yes. I'm depressed. What, I'm not. You know what 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 could we what what are some positive and some different things we can we can talk about to kind of uplift our spirits here? Yes. So <laughs> I know that I've mentioned this book before, and obviously we're not being paid to say this, and I think some people don't even like him, but. Um, when I knew what we were going to talk about today, I went and got my Tony Robbins Unshakable oh, Your classic. Financial Freedom Playbook. Yes, classic. Um, and so I like that in this book they talk about bear markets. Mm. And so one of the things that that said in bold, and I know that something that we would say too, is that bear markets don't last. Yes. They don't last. Point blank, period. Yes. And it's really nice that they have this chart in the book that literally lays out every single bear market that has happened in U.S. history and the number of days it lasted Mm. and the percentage of decline. And so um, basically, over the last 70 years, there have been 14 bear markets. And on average... Um, they've lasted about a year and sometimes it's been as short as a, a month and a half. So yeah. like 45 days to up to two years. But like I said, on average, it lasted about a year. And so when it comes to that's all I'm going to read from the book. And that was just me paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to investing, this is a long term game. It's now, if you're about game. to retire, OK, you need to get with someone. Yeah. You need to get with your financial advisor or whoever it is that that you work with. But if you have a few years before you retire, this is a long-term game. You stay yeah. in this race and we, we stick it out. You know, that's that's generally 
what we intend to do. Yeah. Uh, the stocks drop, drop. Okay, they go on sale, mm-hmm. and you rack it up. There you okay, go. while you can. There you go. Um, because history has shown that it will turn around. Shia, I'm so glad you really did lift my spirits with that right there, because just think about it, people. I want you to close your eyes and think about. Not if you're driving. Yeah, not if you're driving. <laughs> Think you about, took it to church, Marcus. I'm yeah. sorry. Close your eyes. Think about Hold May. What, what is this? May 22nd? Yes. Think about May 22nd, 2020. Uh-huh. And think about all the uncertainty going around. The pandemic had been, it was, was kind of just picking up steam. We was two months in at that mm-hmm. point. Think of how crazy that was. Now think about May 22, 2021. All that. We're still in it. Yeah, we're still in it. We didn't know when this thing was going to be over or if it was going to be over and how many people it was going to take before it ended. But what, where, where are we at now? We're kind of, uh, not to quote, uh, former president or turning the corner, <laughs> we're turning oh, the corner, we're turning the corner. Right. But we're kind you, you, you can see it clearing up, you know, and that's, you know, we, we back outside as the young people say, and that to me is a good, uh, metaphor for even markets like this it may last a year it may last some months but you're always going to come out it's going to come out it's going to the rain is going to stop no matter how bad the hurricane is it's always going to be a sunny day down the road somewhere so just stay the course you know and and, and we, we always talk about this you know we talk so in the in the in this finance community. We talk so big and bold when it when everything is good. Right, right. So big and bold. We we boast and we got our chest out. We 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 telling you what you need to be doing and what you ain't doing and why you ain't. And then we get a time like this and we want to we want to panic. No, 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 no. Let's just breathe. We in this together. Stay consistent. Tighten your belt where you need to tighten. Cut back where you need to cut back. Right. You know. If you need to pause, pause, but don't sell. Don't, don't, don't be scared. You know what I mean? Right. Don't keep your emotions oh, yeah, out of That's your good. money. That's good, Shire. You know, like you got something else that you want to ask, Shire. What you got? I just want to say that a lot of us, we're new to investing. Mm. Like we've been doing this like, you know, less than, you know, five, less than 10 years. Oh, absolutely. But you have to keep in mind that this is not the first time. Yes. And it might not be the last time. Yes. It's not the first bear and it's not the last bear. Yeah. It may be the first bear we're experiencing as new investors. Yeah. But it ain't the but first it's one not. ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that you have to have that that perspective. Yep. Right. And stay the course. Yeah. Do what you know to do. Yeah. I love that, Shy. And, and let's go here uh, before we close. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you're like, man, I just tuned into these guys. And I like what I'm hearing. Shoot. Is this a good time to get in it? It doesn't feel like it is. It's This is actually one of the better times to get in it, right? Yeah. Because you can't, it can go nowhere but up. You right. know? Um, I don't know about the tractors, though. Because you talked yeah, about the tractors. We don't know about, the, don't know di- about the, the tractors. The, the deer tractors. But, you know, <laughs> maybe some, you know, do your research and figure out what's the best way to get in. Uh, shout out to my younger brother. He called and reached out and said, hey, man, I'm looking to park some money somewhere do you you know and so we had a conversation and, and, and he's in the market now you know 
when 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 some people would say, "Well, is this a good time to get it?" Yes, it's always because, of, like Shira said, things are on sale. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're able to get in and see that growth. Yeah, you know, that's when you really can make the bulk of your money. So. Yes, I think the point has been made. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, Shire, I had a great time sitting here with you uh, talking on this podcast. We hope you, the listener, uh, enjoyed it as well. Um, and, and if you have enjoyed it, um, let us know. Let us on. know by leaving us a five-star review. Yes. And if you leave us a five-star review, shoot us an email at blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com. Yes. Let us know that you left a five-star review and we will send you a link to our master class called Get Out of Debt and Start Start Building building Wealth. Wealth. We appreciate all of your support and we look forward to connecting again on our next episode. All right, y'all. Till next time. Peace. Bye.